Hello and welcome to the Rogue Rebels Podcast. With me is the love of my life, my beautiful stinky bear, Sal Perales. I like the beautiful, but I don't like the stinky. Well, definitely a stinky one. Axel Recuperales. Now that is a big holocron. So today, we're talking about the, the Star Cruiser. Let's go. Anyway, today we're talking about the Star Cruiser. Dad, what was your favorite part about the Star Cruiser? So, we had an opportunity to go to the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. How and we can now talk about it. Um, and so we just wanted to share our experience with you, give you a, a honest feedback on, you know, on what we think about the cruise. Earth. Axel? Yeah? Did you like it? I loved it. Did you like it, Mom? I loved it. I didn't thought I was going to like it nearly as much. Uh, and right now, I can't wait to go back. I'm literally starting a little savings bank. Me so, too. Look, I got $25 so far. All right, all right, all right. So you're going to pay for your share. Then <laughs> then I have to save less. <laughs> what about you? The love of my life. I loved it. I mean, I feel like that's kind of a no-brainer. Of course, I loved it. But I'm easy to please. I understand that. I know people are like, oh, he likes everything, but like... Everything is good. Uh, everything Star Wars. Sal is like, everything is awesome! Everything Star Wars is awesome! <laughs> everything is Star Wars when Star Wars, Star Wars. Also, um, if you love video games and you want to meet new people, this is totally the thing for you. Just saying, because like, that, tell them. Tell them. Okay. Look real quick before we like dive into all that. Let's just knock the business out. Make, make sure you go check us out at therogrebels.com. Make sure you give us five-star ratings. Make sure you go and rate us on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to this podcast. Or don't do any of that. I don't know no, why No, share the podcast. Go do it. Don't listen to her. Do what I said. We help us. Help us help you to bring you more podcasts. Uh, go check. Go like our Facebook page. We're on therogrebels.com. Uh, go check us out on Instagram and TikTok at the Rogue Rebels, and go follow us on Twitter at Rogue Rebels Fam and stuff. But anyway, yes, the Star Cruiser is. I, I keep coming back to, it's indescribable. Um, like in all honesty, you can't put it down on paper. All the things that I was looking at, like coming up to it was like, okay, it's like this much money and you get to do this and there's this and it has a show and it has this. And it all sounds like really cool and really fun. But I kind of like look at the price and I'm like, eh, I don't know. I don't know if I have that kind of money. It seems like a little. Eh. And like definitely second guessed. But now having gone through it and done it, I would easily pay to do it again. And like I said, we're starting, like you said, we're starting a little, uh, savings account for our inevitable return but it's not the things that you expected to blow you away that blew me away like yes there's a big show and yes you get to go to Batuu and yes but it was like the people and the experiences and the food on board was ridiculous and I don't know like there's so much to like cover and I don't really want to get into specifics because 
anybody who wants to experience this thing, like you want to kind of experience an unfiltered and every experience is going to be unique and wonderful and personal. And I think if you're going for that, then like you will have fun. If you are not willing to like let go and kind of dive and like dive into the fun of it, then you might not even have that good of a time. if you don't do that, you still have fun. Like even if you don't want to go and do every single um, mm-hmm. event or every single uh, assignment, uh, you know, and participate, you still have fun. You still, you know, the, the food is crazy delicious. Mm-hmm. Um so I'll keep telling everybody that I'm picky with my with my food. I, okay, hold on. Let's tell everybody on the podcast real quick. You're really picky, but you like the food there. <laughs> yes, I love the food there. I just, wow. I loved it. Good. Okay, I did. Honestly, this is probably the best food I ever tried in my life. Well, it's not probably. It is. Like, there's no chance that it's not going to be, because, you know, it is the best food that I've ever tasted in my life. Sorry, that's fair. Lizzie. We all agree on this. That was, uh, that's not something that I was expecting. Speaking of food, we have a wonderful little clip here of one of the chefs, Chef Bobby, talking about a lot of the inspirations and the ways that they went about creating this amazing menu. It's kind of difficult to say, but the favorite thing might be the food. Thank you. Thank you for you saying know? that. That was uh, part of the goal. Yeah. Uh, it, like, how do you even come up with something that's, it's like star, it's like recognizable sometimes, but it's also like, it's a unique experience. Absolutely. And that was a goal all along. Uh, the food that you tasted and the food that we're looking at right now mm-hmm. took over three years to develop. Um, I don't know if you remember, but you had a different breakfast every day. You had a different lunch every day. And oh, you had I do. a different dinner every night, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so the goal was how can we tie our food to the story we're telling aboard the ship, right? Um, so that took years of research, development, working with our WDI partners on the story mm-hmm. and making sure that we connect the dots from the story onto the plate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, uh, I mean, the experience, of course, is unbeatable. I think I think the first dinner has got to be my favorite meal. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's definitely the more fun dinner. It, it's, everything was good. Great. But there was an extra course on the second dinner, so, mm-hmm. you know, I'm torn. But still, like... You wanted more. No, I think that the portions were exactly what they needed to be, which I did. I don't even know how you guys were able, able to do that. It was delicious. It was just enough uh-huh. because, you know, you don't want to overdo it. It was amazing. We have so much variety, uh, especially yeah. for mm-hmm. breakfast and lunch, uh, buffet style. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Then you can have one, you can have five, you can come, uh, mix and match. Mm-hmm. You can have a completely different lunch than you can have. Right. Than you. Yeah. So that that's that was the goal, providing that um, variety mm-hmm. aboard this luxury star cruiser. Yeah. And I really like that during the dinners, we're sort of encouraged to like explore. Hey, here's like three different things with like four different sauces. Correct. So sort of like mess around with that and see what you like. Yeah. So our bento, uh, bento box over here with our baobar steamed, yes. seared. Each one is different. We have a beef, we have a chicken, we have a vegetable one, and then four different sauces, a vegetable sauce. So every single bite will be different. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 So it'll be unique every time. Yeah. 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 
Um, that's probably my favorite. And then uh, the chocolate uh, from... Um, oh, the second dinner dessert. Second, yep. Oh, my God. Yeah, our air cake. Oh, uh, my God. Like, oh, my God. All the senses. It. All the senses. All the senses. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, that's right. That's There's right. a scent flowing through the dining yes. room while yes. you're eating, yes. right? So oh it's not just God. what you're looking at. It's the, the yeah. lighting. It's the ambience. It's the smell. All that was taken yes. into account. For, for this project yes, yeah and, it, and it's such a weird thing that like could be hit or miss depending on if you have picky eaters my wife is actually very very picky I'm very picky so okay. we go to a lot I of places it. yeah this is the best you know. place I've ever eaten before I swear well, that's, I, that's great to hear yes. yeah. um, and, and, and with everything that we do we take a lot of care a lot of pride to making sure that if you have any dietary restrictions if you have any you know preferences we will take care of that. We can modify the food. We can, you know, make sure that your experience is on par with everybody else's. Exactly. Uh, we, this is a little close to us as well because our daughter, uh, she wasn't able to be here, but she's at the Culinary Institute. She's training oh, to be a nice. chef. Excellent. So, you know, she Tell hopes... Tell her to come on down. Yes, yeah. yes. I she hopes to be here one day. Maybe, uh, you know... We've been waiting for her. And back with you guys. Excellent. You know, but, um, yeah, this is just... It, it, it is truly something special and it is something that adds to the experience in a way that I wasn't expecting very nice I was like okay like they're gonna feed us cool cool yes, cool yes. I don't have to worry about that we're but, putting together a great show a fantastic story and I think the food is on par with that yes, definitely absolutely. Yeah. so I appreciate all thank of that so and that thank amazing. you thank you guys nice meeting you thank nice you. to meet you, nice to meet you. thank you um, so I love the food I love the drinks I had this very delicious drink that had a bunch of glitter on it, and mm -hmm. obviously it's edible glitter. But it was so beautiful. It looked like I had the galaxy on my... Do you remember the name? I cannot remember the name. Is it like the Silver Sea something? Something. Courant or something like that? No, that wasn't it. It was delicious. Okay. Um, but yes, the food and the drinks were amazing. There was like a Mustafar drink that was like a spicy kind of... Like once the we talked to the, the girl, she explained... A little bit more about how they came up with it and stuff, but it was super delicious and it has like a little spite. Like they give you like a tube on the side that's like, this is the stuff. Like use as much or as little as you can handle. And it's so cute because they, they have it in this container that like I think it has the smoke and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's supposed to simulate lava or something. Yeah, like so even when you order the drink, it's like almost a show. Yeah, it's a show. It's so super cute. And yeah. the little container is super amazing too. Like it's something like, are you sure we can take this? I'm like, okay, you know. Mm -hmm. So I guess like you buy it and you can take the little container, little tiny thing. It's very, very, it's a strong, it's delicious, but it, it's just, it looks so beautiful. Yeah, like all of, all the drinks look beautiful. Yeah. Speaking of drinks. We have here an interview with one of the, I don't know what you want to call them, mixologists, drinkologists, but one of the people behind the drink menu and how they sort of put that all together with the Star Wars twist. I'm going to take some okay. a video of the drinks. Uh, by, delicious, by the way. I oh, wonderful. Yes, I you actually them. experienced oh, some of them? Yes. We oh, absolutely fantastic. did. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. I mean, I think my favorite was the Mustafar, which I don't see here. He is not here, but yeah. we can definitely talk about him still. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got, like I was talking about them with the food. Obviously, there's a, like, it, there's a, the, the food adds to the experience in a way that I didn't expect it to, you know, like I've, I guess I don't do cruises and things on a normal time, but you know, you go somewhere and okay, food's going to get taken care of. Cool, cool, cool. I expect to eat. I expect to drink, but you guys add to the texture of this experience with the food and the drinks 
I mean, how do you even start to imagine something like that? So I just got chills, by the way. Thank you so much. Um, like our team, which is the concept and development team, um, is made up of uh, our chef and culinary team, which is over this way, and then also our beverage team. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, what we do is we start with a story. Every single drink, every single, everything you taste here um, on property, uh, and especially this uh, very special uh, project, um, uh, you can taste the story and see the story. Um, so we did that, um, and then you... When, when I personally came on board uh, to start designing these drinks, I had no idea. I was I was pulled from a, from another project, and they're like, "Would you like to create beverages?" And I'm like, "Sure." And uh, then they told me, and I just all of a sudden they're like, "And uh, you're going to meet Lucasfilm." And I'm like, "Man, this is bigger than myself. This is so amazing." Um, but they gave us like it opened the sky was the limit of flavors and and the way that the uh, the the garnish would go. And uh, but they just wanted to make sure that we told the story which was so fantastic. So something like the Hothfrost, right? Or the Hoth uh, icebreaker. This in particular drink. So we're looking at all of the planets. And the Hoth is very inhabitable, right? And there's, it's just ice. And we thought to ourselves, we're going to make a point uh, to make the best drink possible that'll go buy a second one. And how do we do that? Um, so when you think of icebergs, um, the beautiful blue water that's underneath the icebergs, we're going to start there, right? So we did that. Um, and then we said, what is a, a, a favorite taste for general? And so we chose a lemon drop. Um, uh, so we got that lemon drop in there, put some lemon foam on top, and then an ice shard uh, directly from the planet Hoth, and a star is born, right? Yeah. Uh, so that was uh, one of our really great, uh, that's how we got that one. Um, and then also, we have Mark of the Huntress. Um, she was actually one of our last children uh, that we created. Um, you don't ever want to say that you have a favorite, but of course... <laughs> um, so with her, um, she has the uh, the black currant. Um, she has peach, uh, and then she also has elderflower. Uh, with all those beautiful flavor- flavors, envelop ninety one proof bourbon. So uh, don't be dismayed. This uh, this female will get you, and uh, and it shows in her uh, her garnish uh, that is also a target that she also always hits her target. Uh, my wife also really liked the, I think it was the Silver Sea. Oh my god, the shimmering. I don't know how you guys did that. It's amazing. I was mesmer- mesmerized by it. It's yeah. so delicious. Yeah. And did you taste the mint in it? Like yes. it had that mint flavor? Yeah. It's really fantastic. And a lot of people uh, say, I don't like gin drinks. And I think that's one of our specialties as a team um, is that that you are going to love any spirit that we put in. Just taste it. Um, because so many people are like, I'm not a gin drinker. And they taste it like, can I have another one? Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, like I said before, I think the Mustafar was the one that I went back to. Mm-hmm. I think I also enjoyed the Pod Chaser, really, really good. Yeah, of course. Very like classic kind of taste. It does. Um, it does. And actually, it was one of our classic lines, um, but we wanted to make sure that we kept it in the story. Um, and actually, uh, Lucasfilm was on board uh, to verify uh, the, the name of it um, and the look of it uh, two weeks ago. Um, so this is this is actually something that was last touched um, by, by wow. the films, right? So that was really fantastic. Um, uh, and then also, you want to talk Mustafarian. Um, so we uh, took 
one of the most popular beverages in the world, which is a margarita. Um, and we took mezcal. Especially is, in our house. Yeah. <laughs> mezcal, right? Because it's from that lava planet. Everything's hot and smoking and whatever. Um, and then on the rim, we wanted to add to that story. So now we're adding black salt. We're adding those hot peppers. And then from there, uh, we give you that uh, vial of the, uh, of the lava. And now you get to choose your experience and how hot you would like that yes. to be. Yeah. Oh, we love that. All of it. All of it. All of it every time. Thank you so much. You did an excellent yeah. job. Uh, right, Thanks. So, it's amazing. So talk about uh, what, our, our, our team thanks you <laughs> yes. for enjoying it. Thank definitely. Yeah. So we definitely appreciated it. And like I said before, it adds in a way that we weren't quite expecting. Yeah. Um, I, and I thank you. We're, I, we're all touched by that. Thank you so much. You know, everything is like super, super well done and top notch. So let's talk about the beginning. Okay. Okay. So we go in. Uh, first thing you see is like they check in, right? Mm-hmm. And so they give you this magic band. You use this to open your your doors, right? So like you have someone who greets you at the entrance and explains you. They take your fingerprint, right? First of all, the staff is super, super amazing. I know like the, normally Disney people are nice, mm-hmm. but this is like much better than that. Much, much better than that. And so they take you to this hallway, and the hallway is basically just a bunch of cells, right? Like a bunch of like uh, your rooms, but it looks really, really nice. It looks like a like if you're aboard the Millennium Falcon, right? Yeah. So like this corridor, and then you go and get to your room, and you open your room, and it's amazing. I know, like previously, some people had said that it was so small. I don't know what they're talking about because I don't think it's so small at all. Um, the two, so there's like the main bed, which is probably a queen size bed. Mm-hmm. And then there's two bunk beds and the bunk beds are about twin size beds. Um, so there's two of that. So you can comfortably fit four people in that room. Um, and then you have a bathroom with, you know, and then a shower and then like a little area with a sink and, um, and a very nice mirror that any Star Wars fan will love to have the mirror. I know I want the mirror. Uh, and then there's another little area where there's also another mirror that lights up like that too with little, you know, like little cells. I don't even know what to call it. Like, like the, the panels, the like Star Wars panels yeah. uh, engraved in the mirror. And that's how you get the light, you know, the light up mirror. mirror. And uh, I mean, everything is so detailed. And it really makes you believe you're in space. It really makes you believe that you're in a Star Wars ship, right? A Star Wars cruiser. The window, it's amazing. You can turn it on and turn it back on, and you can see how the blinds allegedly go up and down, right? And when you open it, you can see whatever planet you're in, and you can see when uh, Imperials are boarding the ship, Mm -hmm. and you can see... um, When you're in hyperspace. Yeah, when you're in hyperspace, so... Um, I really, really, really enjoy the room. Uh, there's also a TV that you can connect to your phone or you can just watch whatever they have there. So you can stream anything from your phone. Uh, and there is a, a little comm center where you can talk to, uh, Detroit, D23, D, what was it called? D three something I don't remember. D something two two three or something. But um, and and this 
draw it's in a screen right and it kind of recognizes some of the voices that the words that you're using and so it's able to interact with you so if you're asking something it will try to recognize what word is that and then it will try to respond to you uh and it gives you like you can see when you have messages from the droid d309 d309 and she's super sweet super super sweet um what else you have a table inside that goes inside the um, the wall. And you have like these ottomans, two ottomans that you can like use for the table that come out too as well. And there is like a, like a panic room too in it, like a skate pot. And that's for really like real emergencies too. Like if you had an emergency, you can see that there was a door in the back. Uh, so I wonder if there's a, an actual real emergency. You just get there and you can exit from the back or people can come and look for you there, right? Uh, I I really enjoy the, the stay in the room. The shower is amazing too, right? Because it's like it's one of those that you can like turn on the shower and you don't have to get wet until the, the water is, you know, and it has like this cascade thingy. And then they also have the direct shot. So, yeah, I'm sorry. I like the shower. Okay. So, yeah, it was, um, it was beautiful. I really, really liked it. We had the chance to speak with Doug Chang about the artistry and craft that went into creating the look and the feel of the Halcyon. Enjoy. But even like the art, like obviously the Halcyon has a look and everything is really, and it's so different from, especially coming out of Batu, which is kind of our only like real life Star Wars experience that we've been able to use, but everything is beautiful, everything is wonderful, but I was just curious, like, have you been able to experience anything aboard at all? On this? No, I, I know. I've been working on it for five years and I haven't spent the night yet, so... Okay. Like, I have to. Yeah. What's your favorite thing you've designed so far for this? Oh, you know, it's hard to say. I would say the whole thing, really. Because okay. it's, I mean, one, you know, even just designing the spaceship itself, because that was a very unique challenge, you know, because this is something that we've never seen before in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And yet it fits right in Star right. Wars. And so that was very specific. But then, uh, you know, the, the, the actual interior, you know, the bridge and the lobby, mm-hmm. you know, how do you create sort of a... Um, a design that's sort of so in story and yet fabricated, you know, at such a high level. Because obviously, when I design movie sets, you know, we can build anything and we can always enhance it after the fact mm-hmm. with visual effects. Here, I mean, everything has to look real and has to work. So all the views out the window has to be real space, or you know, yeah, our yeah, version of absolutely. real space. Right, right. And how do you put all that together so that the illusion isn't broken, you know, over the two and a half days? And and so that was a really tough challenge. And, and I, I really enjoyed working with WDI to kind of you know go back and forth to figure out what that is. Yeah, there was I, a lot of details. Like I mean, even the steps on the stairs. I was looking at every little tiny detail, the lights. Yeah. You guys did an amazing oh, job. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. So many of the motifs, like especially like like you were mentioning the atrium, the whole area up front by the bridge, like even the, the floor, like the, the symbol is on the floor yes. and like the hyperspace compass that inspires the sigil and all that. Like yeah. Yeah. I, I really love like those kinds of details in yeah. here. It's very and elegant. yeah, I don't know, like there's just so much in put into this thing. But it's also such a departure from a place like Batu, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, that I really, really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. No. We mainly don't have questions. We just wanted to say thank you. This oh, is amazing. Oh, no, you're welcome. It's yeah. so amazing. No, it makes me happy to hear you guys enjoy yeah. it because it's kind of, I mean, that's what we do. I mean, it's like, yeah. you know, we're doing it for you guys. You know, and also for me, too, because yes. I'm a huge fan. <laughs> well, you need to get your night in that cabin. Yes, because, yeah, I know, uh, you know, I know. Yeah. I'm going to make that happen yeah. now because it's like, yeah, I'm missing out. Yeah, you do. Especially. And you try the food, right? No, I oh, haven't not, yet. Oh my yes, God, I, that's like I went to the buffet line and I saw everything. I was like, it looks really good. But oh. yeah, it was okay. It's delicious. Well, so, the drinks are amazing. <laughs> the people, the interaction, wow. the staff is amazing too. Oh, good, good. Yes. Wow. It's obviously an unforgettable experience. Yes. But it's one of those things to where, uh, you know, like I'll come into something like this and be like, okay, well, good. They're going to feed me. Uh, but it the food quickly yeah. becomes one of the favorite things. Yeah, it's probably good. the best place I ever eaten. Wow. Oh, <laughs> I swear, oh, I swear, it's so yeah. good. Five stars. Five yeah. stars, Oh, yes. perfect. No, I know, because, you know, the, the food and beverage team, I mean, they really, they're top-notch. I mean, just even on top of, you know, just the food itself, but then mm -hmm. also the food styling. Yes. You make it look exotic, but still taste really mm -hmm. amazing. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, a, even the dishware, like, all yeah. of that kind of stuff, the touches. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 No, it's. I have to give kudos to the team. I mean, they're pretty amazing. Yes, they're. So, yeah. The whole experience has been nothing but okay. amazing. Yay! Yeah. Thanks so much for everything yeah. you've done. Uh, lately, I've been a really big fan of the. Uh, the the oh, what are they called the Jedi fighters from the High Republic era? Oh, the Ian one. Yeah, man, I just really oh, like the yeah, angling yeah, yeah. of oh, those. Perfect. Like those, yeah. those are some of the things that have come out lately from yeah. the art. Yep. Um, that I've really, really enjoyed good, uh, good. recently. But yeah, uh, amazing stuff. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you very much. Uh, do you want to talk about the the food? I mean, I feel like you already covered most of it. The food was really, really good. The like dinner experience. Well, describe, you know, what the place looked like. I mean, it's kind of like a big dining hall. Um, but like, it's, it's not even, it, it's not even, I mean, it looks cool. It looks all Star Warsy and everything, but like, it's not about that. Like, it's about the experience, like the dinner experience is like, oh, you're going to have like a, a dinner and evening with Gaia. And like, you expect, okay, that sounds fun. I'm going to do, you know, but what it actually is, is like so much more enjoyable than what it is on paper. Like I kind of sort of looked at that and I was like, okay, that'll be nice. And I will enjoy the food. Uh, but that was a huge one of the parts that I enjoyed the most out of the uh, of those like scheduled events or whatever you know it was really really cool it was really fun uh, those performers are very very talented absolutely and but when you first come in right like there's this area where people greet you and they make you feel like you have a reservation or something right mm -hmm. it's like really super sweet so well, like do. for breakfast and, <laughs> no, no no but for breakfast and lunch is basically a buffet style so you go in and they have like all these delicious food as much as you want to eat they also have like a station for your coffee your drinks your sodas and stuff like that but more importantly they have a, a, a station where you can come in and get blue milk or green milk right um so that was amazing and so when you go in, they have these amazing platters that essentially the dishes fit right into the platter. They have like this indentation so you can put it in it kind of like if you were a kid. <laughs> I like to think that it's not just for looks, but it's also so that way like people won't drop their food when they're like carrying it because, you know, people. Um, and I just love that everything kind of fits in there. And people come and take your dishes away. Uh, same thing for lunch. In uh, lunch or dinner, I'm sorry, breakfast and lunch are very different. Uh, both of them are ridiculously delicious. 
And then for dinner, you have basically the reservation. So you get to pick two different times. One, I think, is at 5.30 and the other one is 8 o'clock. Um, I know some people, like, you know, like, we were able to see some friends at uh, at the Star Cruiser. And so that's kind of nice, like, running into people. And, like, I think, like, they were making fun of Sal because we were, like, picking the 5.30, like, the old, you know, like, normally older people, like, use that. But eat at that time. But the reality is that it was probably for the best because... There is shows about like nine o'clock, I think. Mm -hmm. And so if you're eating at 530, then you get a chance to digest and I get a chance to go and see the show and be ready for it. Whereas if you're eating eight o'clock, you might miss the show because the show is at nine or nine fifteen. So um, so if you're going to go to the Star Wars Cruiser, I would recommend that you sign in for the 530 rather than the eight o'clock. Or if you are thinking about being up late, maybe you want to do the 8 o'clock so that way, like, you can, you know, enjoy your nighttime without having, being hungry because they do close the kitchen, um, you know, because they have to get ready for the next day or not. Um, so, yeah, so the us two food, I think that was, you know, obviously, like you said, the show was amazing, too. Or like, you have Gaia, which was a, 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 a Twi'lek singer who was from the uh, from Ryloth. She was amazing. Uh, and she uh, she was like very empowering mm -hmm. female. You know, she was, uh, you know, like aside from the singing, there's also like she interacts with people and she there's like part of the show. Uh, and she was a very strong uh, character. Even better. And very empowering person, you know. So. She remembers your name. She called me Axel. Did she? Yeah. He's yeah. like, oh, hey, Axel. I was like... Oh, yeah, you were hanging out with the musicians a lot, huh? Yeah, I was hanging out with Sandro. Told mm -hmm. him about power chords. Yeah, Sandro rocks on Halixet, y'all. So there's, like, a lot going on. And obviously, you can interact with a lot of these characters in, like, downtime. I guess you might call it downtime, but it's not really downtime. There's a lot going on, but you can sort of do your own pace like you can go hang out in the bar and sometimes these characters are in the bar or the what is it called the uh sublight lounge yeah you know and, and the thing is that uh likely nobody is ever going to get the same experience because the experience is whatever you want it to be right so you interact with these characters and so you they it's not like they have a a thing memorized they literally interact with you like you're part of it and you're like giving advice love advice to to yeah. the character so that was like really interesting <laughs> i am not qualified for this but here's what i think you should do so like, sir or ma'am all, all this experience is if you want to have a good time and like meet new people because like i don't know why but matt thinks that i'm giant he speaks of me as a giant okay but like matt like, last hey saw guys he, have y'all seen my parents because, because he last saw you when you were like tiny yeah but still like you know yeah so apparently he told you guys that i had like a new crew and it consisted of like like it was like four people and you, you, still you, a crew. you, you came and i was hanging out with like complete strangers that i met all doing a side quest <laughs> So, yeah, that was one of the things, right, is like, you know, people are able to not only interact with the cast, with the ship, you can interact through the app, 
-hmm. or you can interact with the cast. But more importantly, because of what's happening, you're in depth interacting with other people, people that you know <laughs> or that you don't know that are totally new to you and all of a sudden I mean you start making friendships right mm -hmm. so especially Axel yeah especially Axel and so that's basically what happened to us we ended up leaving home meeting a few people that you know are really cool and amazing mm -hmm. we got to speak a little bit with Anisha about some of the things that they put together into creating this amazing experience enjoy <laughs> We just experienced something incredible. Yeah, two um, days, two nights. Yes. yes. <laughs> I don't even know how to begin to describe the kind of stuff, but it's, it's something that I've been saying. It doesn't work like on paper. You can't tell, you can't explain in a pamphlet what this is. So I don't know. You have to know. experience it. Yeah. yeah. It, it is definitely an experience. How, how do you, where do you even start? Like... Oh boy. Um, well, we, you know, we we knew that going into this, we wanted to create a sort of uh, a personalized journey through a Star Wars story, right? It was sort of the core premise of this is to bring our passengers into a into a story where usually, you know, you watch a movie, you see the things happen. Where this, you are part of that adventure together. All of all of us as as passengers on the Star Cruiser, sort of are as are play a part in that story. We um, we enact change in that story, and it's a personal journey through the experience, right? And so um, that, at its core, meant that you had to have a personal way of experiencing it. And so we created all of these systems and this story that allows you to find characters and people to ally yourselves with, How choose how you feel about specific things that you've seen and experienced, and whether you want to keep those secrets or whether you want to start revealing them, and how that changes your personal sort of journey through the two days and two nights, right? Um, it is, uh, it, you're, you're totally right, it's very hard, it's hard to describe it in words, and it is, it changes so much when you see it and when you experience it because of the sort of deep integration between the character performers that you see and establish relationships with versus just, you know, it's it's not a traditional meet and greet. You actually spend time with them. You're able to establish a relationship with them, get to know them. They get to know you. Um, and you get to, you know, sort of choose how your relationship with them evolves over time. Um, plus, you have these sort of personal uh, pieces of it as well. Your data pad plays a huge part in this experience, um, making sure that you have a, a place to make those choices um, and that you have invitations to play throughout the experience as well. Um, and so it really was a, a big focus of the entire project team to make sure that throughout all of our dis different disciplines um, of, you know, media and characters and uh, digital technology and all those things that we're telling a seamless interconnected story. So your guys' experience feels as natural and immersive as possible. And it's also the kind of thing to where, like, each story is going to be so unique Uh, you know, I think day two, we lost our son and who had a whole separate story and was hanging out with musicians and things like that, you know? So like, I, like I said, it's just some of these things that you can't, like I myself am a huge Star Wars fan. And when I look at this sort of thing on paper, I'm like, Ooh, I don't know if I, you know, I don't know if I can pay that kind of, I don't know if I could would do that. But the, now having been through it, I would love to come back yes, and yes. would make plans to come back. And I, even being through it once already, I know that it'll 
it will be something unique every time. Yeah, and it is different every time, right? I think not just based off of the choices that you personally make, right? Um, you can al align yourself with the resistance on one voyage and then try a different path the next one and see how sort of the story evolves um, as a result of that. You're going to see things that you didn't see from the other side, right? You're seeing uh -huh. a new perspective on the story. Um, but also based off the other people around you, right? Like when I did my voyage with my travel party, they all abandoned me to help the First Order and I was with the resistance by myself, right? Like, and it was, Traitors! I know. It was, a whole, it was a whole experience for me to realize like, oh, my friends are helping somebody that I don't agree with. And, yes. and you have these, you, you grow those relationships with the people you're with over time. You make friends with the other passengers on yes. board the Star Cruiser yeah. too. You find these unlikely allegiances um, and, and sort of relationships, not just with the characters, but also with all of the people who are on board. And then that, that is one of the things that makes it so interesting is that it's very different every time based off of who's on board with you too. Mm -hmm. And even down to the crew. Yes. Like by the time the crew is so well, obviously like hospitality is number one. And I know there's like Disney hospitality, but, but this, this was different. even oh, like a step beyond that. Yes. You know, uh, I'm sure it's not an accident that we had the same server of both dinners and stuff like that. But you build relationships with the crew and they're so helpful and so kind and so uh, endearing. And they all have their own stories. Mm -hmm. um, my son and I participated in a lot of the little, just like, like we were playing... Uh, what did we do? We did, it was space bingo, it was star... The sector set. Sector like, set. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so we were talking with the girl who was running that thing, and she was like, oh, I'm from Narshada, and so she had a whole story, you know, and she's asking us questions about it, where we were from, and our planet, and all those kinds of things. Yeah, it really is, it really is this, you know, transporting you to the world of Star Wars for the whole time you're there, mm -hmm. right? Not just when you're on board the ship, but also when you go down to Batuu as well. Your story continues that all those relationships that you have continue and develop as you're down on Batu, and then you come back up to the ship and see that play out as well. So it is, we are trying to tell the sort of larger fabric of Star Wars, and it, this is one piece of that sort of larger story, right? And so part of that is making sure your, your experience is as immersive as possible, not ever breaking that bubble. Yeah, and it's definitely something that's just unique and unforgettable. I think there's some of the only words I can use to describe it, you know? <laughs> yes. like, uh, Thank you so much. They, this was amazing. Oh, I'm so glad yes. you guys got a chance to experience it. Yeah. It's, it, it really is something special right. and <laughs> on every level. Thank you. <laughs> and like, so you had a lot of fun there. You met people, but like, I don't know, like what was your favorite part of the whole thing, dude? Like the, ex of the experience, like not the, not like a part of the show or something like that. I mean, if it was a part of the show, I guess, but. Of the experience was probably running around with Zach trying to find Wani. Yeah, so you had a fun interaction running around with characters doing like... Like, if this was a video game, it would kind of be like side quests, right? Yeah. So that's cool. But like... I don't know. It, it almost does feel like a real-life video game, right? Because you sort of are running around. You're interacting with characters. You're like... You're doing things, and like, I don't know, it's it's just really, really cool. Um, I think I really liked, yeah, just like the interactions and the experience of being there, and it's not the big show stuff that like blew me away. It's like, it's just like the smaller experiences of, 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 of like, the, the actual interactions that, and not just the interactions with like the show people and the characters was the interactions with like the family, like watching Axel run around and make friends was fun. Uh, watching Liz love like food was fun. Um, you know, playing with a lightsaber was fun. 
Um, so I don't know. Like I said, I think it, it's like indescribable and anything that, that, that we put onto a piece of paper or anything that they put into things like, hey, come see this. There are shows, there's this and this. None of that amounts to what it really is when you're there. It's like something that has to be experienced. And I know that's like weird because, um, but I think it's also the kind of thing that like, it is what you make of it. Like if you can like let go and have fun, then it'll take you as far as you can go, you know? And if you kind of want to keep like it, your experience at arm's length, then that's what you'll get. You know what I mean? Um, I guess like that's sort of my end all be all about that particular experience. But God, like I, I, it's, it's indescribable how much I enjoyed it. And I think personally, I would have wished that I could like, if this existed five or six years ago when the kids were smaller, like this is something that I really would have wished that I could have taken the whole family when like they were younger. See, you keep saying that, but the reality is that Axel loved it, and he is 15. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, I'm not saying that they didn't love it, and we didn't have a good time, but I just wish that I could have taken him when they were littler, you know? That's all. Like, I think I think it would have been different when they were younger, even though he had a blast now, also, as a teenager. Do you remember when, like, five seconds ago I was chilling, um somewhere in yeah. elementary school no five seconds ago you were right here no five years ago, i don't know what minutes ago, whatever i don't know five minutes ago you're still here i can't do math no no that's time math same thing yeah i like i like i said it's indescribable and i don't know how to all right but let's get real so the shopping <laughs> they had really cute stuff dude I found, like, a really cool red Cobra Kai jacket, and it was amazing. It's just a red jacket. So they have different things from what they normally... Oh, there's a special collection. Yeah. Mainly because they... Um, I was going to talk about jewelry, like how it's kind of no, different from what they normally... <laughs> so I really um, enjoy the fact that they had this jewelry... That was different from what you normally, like when you go to the Star Wars, you know, stores or like Star Wars uh, inspired jewelry, you know, um, they have the R2D2 and like things like that. Mm. Uh, but this one didn't, if you were not a Star Wars fan and a really, really Star Wars fan, you wouldn't be able to tell that this was a Star Wars inspired jewelry um, in I got myself a bracelet and I really, really like this jewelry because essentially you can combine it with everything, right? So it's like silver with some bronze slash gold black tones. And so you can wear any, like, you know, with silver, silver gold or rose gold or copper and you'll be totally okay. And I know you're not getting anything that I, what I'm saying, but it is important. I heard the, I heard the words you said. <laughs> it's important. Yes. Because it's like, you know, like my wedding band or like the new wedding band is like silver, right? And I always feel like I can't wear anything that is gold because I have the ring that is silver and it's kind of annoying. But this one, I can wear it. Why? Because it has silver, it has gold, it has like black. So mm -hmm. 
Anyway, I'm in heaven, so... Good. Yes. We actually got to talk with Tracy about the merchandise and the thought process and creation behind it, and here's what she had to say. I just, I really love the style, like the whole style of the Halcyon, like, they, you did such a good job in representing uh, that through the clothing and through a lot of these like little things, so you were talking about Solo, Dryden Voss's Yacht, a little bit of Canto Bite. Uh, was there anything else that you pulled for the like upper, upper sort of? Well, Not so much the mazai sleeves, you know. Well, we wanted to make sure that this rep- this experience really represented something different, like specifically from Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, and really more that elevated luxury star cruiser mm-hmm. experience that you're going on. So we we did take inspiration loosely throughout, because you know we mm-hmm. have the Pan Medal cloak, obviously that we thought so, um, and then also some of our um, uh, this is like based off an Alderaan official, so this is actually also from right. But like the shirt and the women's shirt that we have in there, layer underneath it's the V neck. That shirt, that inspiration from Kira, um, Kira War. So it's like, it's like we take inspiration from a yeah. lot of different places. I, um, but not necessarily like unless I told you, you probably like when I didn't know that. Yeah. But we really look to inspiration throughout to see what we can do apply, and then we work with fabrications and textures yeah. and all that kind of stuff to really have that um, kind of like the elevated experience here. So we want to make sure we deliver on that. Yeah, it's everything is really really cool, and I think what's interesting, at least from my experience, is when you first get on board and you're sort of seeing the pieces, you're seeing a lot of really cool stuff. We're like, oh, that's nice, but a lot of the pieces they're inspired by things on board, like the captain's uniform or these like Jedi trainer sort of outfits, or not Jedi trainers, saber trainers. Um, you're like, this is really really cool, but by the end of the journey with your experiences. Sometimes you find yourself regretting things you didn't buy on day one. Um, is that on purpose? <laughs> no, it's not. We um, absolutely not on purpose. We wanted to be able to. We obviously work clearly close with Walt Disney Imagineering mm-hmm. and Lucasfilm as we were creating in these storylines and what we wanted to do. Because um, there's so much you go through yeah, and experience definitely. it, and as you know, you can have different experiences when you go on board each as well. So we wanted to make sure that we were. Um, we're really re- well representing that and we know that people are you know I, I, I kind of like hearing you say that yeah. because it means something when you go in maybe the first see it but then as you go through it means something different to you as you go through the experience because you, know, you, you had that unique experience you're like oh this is really this is important to me right. this is something there that connection that you have yeah. so that actually I love that you heard said that because that's something that we were trying I mean I wanted people to have the connection the team we really worked through that we really wanted to be able to take some like it's it's almost like taking a piece of your um, experience home with you and like how you know how can we best do that yeah. so um, it wasn't like necessarily intended like oh that but we really I'm happy to say that yeah. because that really was truly like what would you want and you know we're we're fans too you know when we build this out so part of it's like you know we kind of you know we have a lens of like telling a story but like what do we want so we, yeah. we it's a combination of a lot of different things that go into it believe me there's for every idea that we see here there was plenty that you know we also have too so it's exciting I'm going to share with you two more things. This is my favorite part, by the way. Oh, well, thank you. (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) So this is our jewelry that was developed um, exclusively for the experience here. And as you can see, we have the logo throughout. So those really representing that logo. So if you were to come on board, you know, we really wanted to, you know, jewelry is part of a, you know, cruise type of experience. And we knew what was that version going to be here for as you go on board um, the Halcyon. So we really looked to the different metals and types. And we, again, we took inspiration from a lot of different places. We looked at a lot of different jewelry types in um, throughout the galaxy to really um, model through this and kind of take inspiration from a lot of different places. 
I mean, so I, I think my favorite thing, well, I don't know, you talk about the jewelry. I oh, think my favorite I, I thing about it. the jewelry is it seems like it goes with anything. Yes, absolutely. And that's one of the things that I really appreciate because I can wear gold and I can wear any other type of metal because it has a hint of black and a hint of rose gold in there yes. and the silver. That's exactly it's what amazing. we were trying to do amazing. because, um, you know, some people only wear gold or maybe only wear silver or they mix it out. We wanted to be able to take, we wanted you to be able to have it on board and be able to take it home and wear it every day with all of your, with all the stuff you already own. This is literally the thing that you can just grab. It doesn't matter what outfit are you wearing and just take it with you. Yes, this actually is probably one of my favorite pieces right here. Is that yes. one that, yeah, yeah, same one that you have there. And then the last thing I really want to highlight is our savers. So um, this is the first time that you're going to be able to customize the savers. So the savers are exclusive to the experience on board the Halcyon. As you go through, you know, we all go through saber training, right? So um, this, is, uh, this is going to be the same kind of of saber that you use in your experience but for the first time ever you're going to be able to um, customize and personalize it so you as you can see all we have arabesh every letter in arabesh this is a c for chandra law on our saber here so you can pop that out and you can put in any initial that you want and to be able to customize it for you. So that's something exciting. We've never done that before, and I love that detail on it. This is a legacy saber, so it's the same as you, the same blade you would get at Doc and Dar's um, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. And then to go along with that, we also have a legacy shield. So again, part of the saber training experience is the shield. So um, as you see, I can turn it on here. It's going to light up. Um, it has the sound. It changes colors. So this is, you know, this is again, something that you can really take home as part of your experience and then we also have um, the lights and sound version and a, of the uh, of the saber and then also of the shield so we have a different couple different options for you to be able to take home and um, and take again take that experience home with you no everything so. is yeah and like I said the experience that connect you to some of these pieces like if you didn't if you walked in on day one and maybe looked at it you might look at it through different eyes when you're coming out because you might be closer connected to some of those things or some of those characters or some of those experiences. Yes. And that's really, really cool. Yes, you, you, you got it. I, oh my goodness, it was so great talking to you because honestly, you're some of the first people who have gone through it. And you know, the experience for us, you know, for me personally to hear that, it really um, makes me almost a little emotional because what you guys experience is what I was really hoping for. And I've been on this journey for years. So to see it come to culmination and hear what you're, how you guys are taking it through, it's just, it's so heartwarming for me to be able to hear that. So thank you for sharing your experiences as well. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Making this real, you know? I didn't pull the trigger on any of those things. I really... There were some, like, semi-Jedi-ish. There's, like, a gray sort of tabard-looking one. But it kind of just turned into, like, well, like, I mean, I could wear it here and it's cool, but, like, where else would I be able to do it? And, like, would I really use this? And then... Uh, but every time I saw the people, there was, like, a very blue, like, almost like the lightsaber training uniform-ish. I think that's what it's sold as. And it's sort of like a blue tunic with some, like, gray arm wraps. And I was like, well, that's kind of cool. And then I just, like, didn't get it. But I was pretty jealous every time people were walking by with that one. Because I was like, man, that thing does look good. Every time somebody walked by in it, I was like, man, I should have got that. Uh, but I didn't. And I think, I'm, I think I will live. <laughs> I think I will survive not owning it. But it was really, really nice. And I think if I did get it, I would wear it sometimes, maybe. Yeah. Uh, there is some cool stuff. They had a really cool Sabak deck. And it has the dice. Because, like, 
Axel, you were playing a lot of Sabak in the lounge, right? Yeah, I was playing a lot yeah. of Sabak. Uh, what you forgot to mention was that our friends, they were also coming and telling me, like, dude, your son is in there, and he's just, like, whooping everybody at Sabak. Uh, so how did that happen? You just got good real fast? Get good! No, I just had faith. No. We I, don't, I don't know. We trust the force. Yeah, yeah, that's more of the right mm-hmm. word, but mm-hmm. here's how it works. There's, like, shapes... Right, right, right. No, no, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The game, yeah. But. but you have to be able to predict, okay, if I take, if I use only one card now, then I'm going to get four new cards, and that one of those new cards might be just the exact number and the shape one that you need, I yeah. need. So you have to really, like, push okay. faith and, you know, just have faith okay. in the Force or whatever. Yeah. So you were, like, really, like, trusting the Force. Yes. Okay. Well, it was working out for you because... Yes. Yeah, you were like schooling all the little kids and then all the grown-ups. No, but actually and... actually the little kids schooled me first. Yeah, the little kids schooled all of us first. <laughs> but then when we we left and you didn't, you stayed in the lounge. Uh and then I came back to people being like your son's been in here just wrecking everybody. <laughs> uh so that was kind of funny. Going over some of the experiences that make this thing so unique, we actually had the chance to speak with Matt Martin about creating something like this. Enjoy. Look, uh, this is a really special episode of the Rogue Rebels podcast because we have the Mr. Martin. Uh, how you doing, Matt? I'm, I'm good. I'm actually kind of surprised we've never done this before. Right? <laughs> well, yeah, it turns into like a weird thing when we get together and it just gets super informal and hilarious. That's true. Uh, but it's good times. I was, it was fun having you on our cruise. Um, but... Like, I don't know, like, you have such a, a strange, like, I know you're working here, you're working on comics, you're working on, like, connecting all of these stories, and I, as a consumer of all of those individual <laughs> things, is, is, you know, I'm pulling my wife over and being like, hey, hey, this is where Buriaga was when the thing <laughs> happened, and, uh, like, you know, so, stuff like that is really, really cool, and I love that you add all that connective tissue, but, like, this has got to be something unlike even Batu, right? Oh yeah, this is this is so next level. Like, I mean, as a Parks fan, as a Star Wars fan, and as somebody who's just been fascinated by sort of immersive entertainment, um, you know, I've worked on video games, I've worked on VR. Um, this is like the pinnacle of everything I've imagined that could exist. It's something that I've wanted, you know, as a fan, I've wanted to experience myself, and and honestly, like, I've done I've done it myself a couple times now. And I so completely forget that this is a thing I work on, and I get so caught up in the story of the characters that it's like, oh my, this is this is what it's like to just be a fan again and not not have the baggage of working on Star Wars. And yeah, I'm so thankful that there's an experience like that that I that can take me away from the real world for a couple days. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you said it perfectly. Take me away from the real world for a couple of days. <laughs> or do you know if uh, there are like maybe like year long cruises in the future or oh anything gosh. like that to where we can take get away from the real world for that, a while that would be wonderful i've been i've been working to just see if i can maybe have a permanent cabin on there i'll just work from the room and you know we can all work yeah. from home now why can't i work right? in space yeah. there you go <laughs> i mean yeah that's real talk um when you were when you guys were working on the storytelling did you guys imagine that it will be something like this where like it can take a life of its own i think i think that was always our hope you know i'm when I first heard this idea, well, first I was 100% on board, but 
but it was it was so like is this possible are we gonna even be able to pull this off and I mean I have I have so much faith in, in Walt Disney Imagineering that I was like, I mean, if they think they could do it, they're gonna find a way to do it. Uh, you know, it's like it's like working with ILM. Like when they they need to do a thing, I was like, well, they'll figure it out. And it was it was just like that. But even up to my first kind of test cruise, I was like, I really hope this works. I really hope this works. And I left that cruise going like, it totally works. This this is exactly what I had hoped it would be. Maybe more. Thanks. Good. Yeah. Good. Like, the thing that I keep saying is it's, like, it's something that's indescribable and, like, unexplainable. Like, yes, it's an experience, and, like, yes, you in, you're involved. Like, even, like, real-life video game doesn't yeah. do it justice, because that's almost... If you try to, like, break it down into words, it's, like, you kind of... It's kind of... You interact with people. You you form you, the relationships, attachments, and, it, like... But not even with the characters who are created for that, like the captain and yeah. the musicians and the first order people or whoever but down to like the crew yeah. and the and other even passengers the other guests. Yeah. yeah it's and, it's a yeah. communal experience and i think that's actually what makes it so special it makes it so unique is that the journey you get will always be different than the journey that your friends get because of just who's on board i mean axel took advantage of that axel was was making friends left and right and that was something that i didn't expect you know, just being From there. Axel? Just to, yeah, like I didn't. No, exactly. <laughs> I, but I didn't expect that to happen as much as it did. And watching it happen, it was like, not only is he, you know, making Star Wars friends that will remain in Star Wars after he leaves, he's making real friends. It's like, whoa. Yeah. That is a really interesting byproduct of this this thing that I'm a part of. And I know, like, on our side, we're like, wow, like our son, like, got to go to this thing and like make he was hanging out with people in the sublight you know lounge and they're like drinking sodas and stuff but somewhere out there somebody else has a story and they're like there was this this kid who like came up and was like running the whole crew it was playing it running us all in sabak i don't know if you know this but like we went to um do the um the lightsaber training oh this is good and axel ripped his pants he told so me that. He told me that. Oh, that's so great. So I, from now you guys didn't get it on video, did you? No. Oh. <laughs> they might have. <laughs> yeah. But from now on, like literally kids, it's like, oh, you were in my class. You guys, you guys, you were the guy. Yeah. <laughs> Is that how, I mean, now he has an easy way to speak to anybody. I'm, I'm the pants yeah. ripped guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I, I, I don't, this is a thing that I looked at on paper and I was like, ooh, I don't know, like, I love Star Wars, you know I love Star Wars, but also, like, I gotta get days off and I gotta go, to, you know, but this is something that if I had the chance to do it again, I would try to put that together. Dude, me too. Like, I, 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 I'm an introvert. You guys don't know that necessarily as much because I do. Yeah. Okay. Good. Because I'm like, I'm like, I'm open to you guys because you're. I brought. Yeah. Yeah. I do feel better. But it's like you know, you guys are my friends, so this is easy. But I was like, I don't know if I'll be able to do this. I know Star Wars and I want to play Star Wars, but can I really? Is this going to be too much for me? And and it not only was it not too much, but like there was such a natural progression, a natural easing me into it that. It felt just like, like I said, like talking to friends. Mm -hmm. You know, you meet you meet these characters. They remember your name. They, you know, they take you aside. You have these personal moments, 
And last night I had a really emotional talk by myself with Sandro, Aww. and it was just like, whoa, I'm giving I'm giving this guy relationship advice, and I don't know if I should really be doing that. <laughs> um, but it was, you know, that's not the sort of thing that that I expected or necessarily came for. Right. But I was so in for it. Oh, hey. Yeah. hey. Well, there he is. Hey, it's that guy, yeah, he's from the, from the Jedi class. I remember him. This is the pants rip guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, and uh, like I said, the, every experience is unique and all the connections that you make, but also the way that you're talking about it, like, even if you're an introvert or someone who, uh, like, just say you were one of the family members that got brought, because the rest of the family loves Star Wars. Like, the experience itself kind of opens you up as it goes along, because the crew is there the whole time, so the, the faces become familiar by, like, the second day. So even if you are a little bit closed up, like, it starts to open you up naturally, I think. Definitely. You know. and it was designed that way. Like, we it, we always, internally, we would always say, it's an experience designed for Star Wars fans and people who love Star Wars fans. So if you have someone in your life, if you're not a Star Wars fan, you have someone in your life that's a Star Wars fan, you should be able to go and experience this not knowing really much of anything about Star Wars and still have a really fun and unique experience and also get to live vicariously through, yeah, you know, yeah. your your friend or whoever that's super nerding out. Yeah. I mean, we don't have any people in our lives who are not Star Wars fans, but yes, I understand. In, in theory, they exist. Yes, I've heard they're out there somewhere. The only thing that I was a little bit worried about is that what if a leakage is changed within the family, right? I mean, I could totally see that one going to the dark side or like going to, you know, um, defending Kylo. Yep. But I'm glad that we all stay in the resistance and, you know, in the Jedi path. So I'm very happy for that. I did hear about that happening with right? some other families. So you'll <laughs> you'll have you'll have a cabin that has one child that's first order and one that's resistance, and they're just opposed the entire time. <laughs> but it's. You know, it's part of the fun. Right, absolutely. Yeah. And it's it's like the things that you think about on trips like this or even cruises, because that's another thing that I never saw myself be, eh, I don't know. Like you're stuck, you know, nuts, I use the word stuck, but you're there and you're with other families of varying age ranges and there's grown people like us. They call us grown. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, I don't. I don't care for that term. <laughs> and like better than old though. You know, my son's like a teenager, and then like there's like little little kids. But you can't help but enjoy little little kids who are running around trying to like hide Chewbacca yeah. or like distract somebody or like, like trying to hide Chewbacca. Little yeah, like little yeah. tiny yep. kids and taking it so seriously. Yeah. They, those kids would not let anything bad happen to Chewie. Like you know, yeah. we, we say protect him with all at all costs, and these kids. They really were. Yes. Yeah, no, it was it, it was a good time, and I just uh, I don't know. It was unexpectedly beyond what I thought it was going to be, <laughs> and thank you for that. Yeah, thank. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, like I said to you before, I was so glad that that you guys were able to experience it because it feels. Like, of all people, this was made for your family. I'm sorry Lizzie wasn't here, actually, because I think, I think she would have loved it, but, well, you can rub it in her face. Right? Oh. oh, she's not going to like that part. Uh-oh, uh-oh. She might be rubbing it in our face because she might yeah. be working there. She's, okay. she's going to have the last laugh when she's, that like, master chef. That would be amazing. Chef. That would make me so happy. Yeah. Okay. She'll be preparing your delicious meals. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. All right, I guess that's it. Thank you, Mr. Martin. Thank you, guys. Uh, yeah, like there's a little, uh, I don't know. The, the, the whole thing is cool. It's it's not as tiny as it seems. It's plenty to explore. Um, I think if you want to read like a really, really good comprehensive review, you should check out Amy Ratcliffe's over at The Nerdist because, 
you know, she's she explains a lot of the like the ins and outs and kind of stuff about, you know, uh, in a lot more. Uh, what's the word? What's the word? Better than me. <laughs> but, you know, like there's a lot of. Uh, man, we just had a blast. Yeah, we I had really fun, but, you know, and that I cried, but basically um, on the second day. I was like laughing and crying, and I was actually getting uh, dessert, I think. And then that person, I don't know. One of the cast members? Yeah. Or crew members, sorry. Crew members. Crew members. Not cast members. Right. Um, she, she went up to me and was like, hey, are you okay? I was like, yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> okay. And I was like laughing and crying and mm-hmm. stuff because it was like, this is all going to go away soon. Mm-hmm. And then. Only your memories. And then across from me, I see Zach, and he's like, yes! And he was like, may I join you? He's like, yes! And he was like, all right, cool. And then that's when you came in, and I just had, like, a whole crew of, like, people yeah, and stuff. Yeah, So the next day, I, did, I didn't I didn't know about all that, but the next day, I guess that crew member was like, hey, you all good? You okay? And I was like, what was that about? And then he was like, yeah, she came up to me yesterday because, like, I was, like, sad that it was all ending. And I was crying and, like, yeah. laughing at the same time. Yeah, we have to. Unfortunately, we can't live there forever. If they do end up, like, having monthly rooms, that might be something to look into. Um, but, yeah, that was that was great. Uh, so, like, we're going to keep it short here a little bit. Because I, there's a lot of interviews and a lot of other like cool little things we're going to pop into this episode. But, I mean, our impressions of this... I guess I shouldn't speak for everybody. My impressions of this thing are is amazing. It is indescribable. Nobody can ever tell you what this experience is going to be. You have to live it. If you think you might enjoy it and you're willing to take that leap, then go for it. Uh, I fully support that decision because I fully enjoyed it it was amazing and guess what they had uh fanta and lemonade so you could have monster wow. without the heart attack it was awesome. guys they have fanta and lemonade you guys are gonna be fine it's gonna be there's nothing missing from this place it's like healthy monster so one of the things that people are talking online is about how expensive it is and to be honest with you when i first heard of it i was like oh yeah that sounds like a lot but the reality is that if you're actually like i was like going over and like looking at hotels and see how much mm-hmm. they were charging and like um, the Grand Floridian is like $800 a night or something like that and um, and so when I was doing the math and I was like okay how expensive is this really right so it was like getting an average between $500 and $800 per night and then I was going doing the math about like okay how much would it cost to feed a person in a buffet style for breakfast and lunch right for two days and then for like a basically like high-end dinner, which because this is what it is, it really is, right? And so by the time you're done adding all that, and oh, and also it takes you to a, a trip to Batu. So how much yeah. people pay for a trip to Batu? Like 150, right? Multiply that by four, plus add the 1500 for the hotel that you will normally pay another any other like nice hotel, um, and then add. You know, the $300 food. per day for food. Fast passes. You know, and then the fast passes and everything else. It, the reality is that Lightning it's not passes, that expensive. Yeah. The reality is that it's not outrageous. It's like if you were literally going somewhere else to for a vacation, especially like Disneyland or, uh, or 
you know, um, Florida, you will be spending pretty close to that. Right. I mean, it's, it's definitely a lot of money. So it's probably out of a lot of people's price range. But at the same time, like anybody can afford to do a Disney vacation, you're going to pay for a Disney hotel probably and Disney tickets and Disney food. And like, so it's really not much different than all that stuff that you would kind of be doing anyway. If you're doing some, like, I guess I'm just saying it's not excessive for what it is. It is a Disney vacation in a luxury hotel. Then, like, that's kind of what you would pay at any other Disney vacation at any other luxury hotel. And the soap there is so cool. I'm glad you like the soap. Also, that lady. Guys, they give you the soap for free at the hotel. But also, it comes out of this really cool thingy that you just... A soap dispenser. A Star Wars soap dispenser. That was cool. And, uh... Why don't we paint our soap dispensers? They could be yeah, so much cooler. Yeah, I, I told you that. We should take the handles off so, you, so you're just turning, like, like a little knob. But ours are, like, black. So yeah. it would look like a little Star Wars knob. So we gotta get more silver into the mix. Okay. Yeah. We'll get that together. But also, the lady was, like, right there. And she's like, yes, we do have soap. <laughs> because remember, I told you, like... Yo, they got soap. And then the lady like was right there and was like, yes, we do have soap. Mm-hmm. That's good to know. That was kind of funny, right? There was also another thing where like, they let you drive the the ship, essentially. And they show you how to defend the ship and how to, like, you know. Uh, so they give you the bridge straightening thing. So that was pretty cool. There's also the Jedi Academy. The lightsaber, the lightsaber training. training thing. Uh, and that is like amazing too. I didn't thought I was going to enjoy it as much. Oh, yes. Um, I earned my title, the pants ripper. <laughs> oh, yes. Forever. And on somebody's experiences, once in a lifetime experiences, they're going to be like, oh, there was this one guy that ripped his pants in lightsaber training <laughs> forever. And Axel will be that guy. Yeah, like, you can tell that we loved it and enjoyed it. Um. Yeah, I don't think I have much more to say other than that, man. It's like it was once in a lifetime thing, but I want to go back. Not really. I want to go back. Not really, because it's there, right? Yeah, but for us, it's a once in a lifetime thing. Not really. Keep saving those $25, dude. All you have to do is do that like 100 more times. Yeah. Okay, and we'll get there. Yes. We'll go back. Also, when you go back, what's the first thing you're going to do? First thing I'm going to do? Mm-hmm. When I go back, the first thing I'm going to do is go sit at the little booths in the sublight lounge and have a Mustafar drink. Hey, got to pay for that drink. It's alcohol. It's true. Wait, why I'll save you... up my $25. Yeah, but I got a thingy for free. I got soda for free. Why That's would true. you get alcohol when you got soda, man? Yeah, maybe I'll get a soda. No, maybe I'll get a blue milk. Wait, are those also free? Yeah, they had <gasps> them in the buffet, dude. All right. Thank you for listening to the Rogue Rebels podcast. Yay! Wow, 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 wow.